Porn Free Radio, episode 44, Temptation, part one, What You Desire. Welcome to Porn Free Radio. This is the podcast where motivated guys who want to quit looking at porn, get hope, and take action. Even if you feel lost right now or out of control, you can recover and live a meaningful life, free from shame and full of love. Now here's your host, recovered porn addict and podcaster, Matt Dobschutz. Hello and welcome back to Porn Free Radio. This is the podcast for guys who want to live 100% porn free. Boy, it's great to talk to you. It's been a busy summer and I'm just excited to get into fall. Now, it doesn't feel like fall where I'm podcasting from today. I'm in my office, which is on the second floor of my house. I just checked the temperature. It's about 79 to 80 degrees in this room, but I've turned off the air conditioning because it makes a lot of noise. So I am going to efficiently try to get through this material, uh, which I'm sure you'll appreciate if I can succinctly uh, talk about this and not go on. But I have a feeling I haven't turned the mic on in a while that I will probably go long. But the good news is, is I've broken this into two parts, part one and part two, on the subject of temptation. Now, we all think we know what temptation is, but our popular understanding of the word is flawed, and it actually can become a barrier in our recovery process. So the first thing we're going to do is debunk the number one myth about temptation, And we'll get into that in a second, but first I want to talk to you about sprint coaching. This summer I started working with guys one-on-one and it has been a blast. I'm learning as much uh, from the guys I'm talking to each week as they're, I assume, getting from me. Uh, I'm just taking notes. I'm learning just how people think about things. I'm learning new techniques, what's working, what's not working. And if you've ever considered coaching, here's five things you need to know. First, it's the fastest way to get a strong plan in place. Sure, could you cobble together a plan on your own, pulling together your own support system, your own friends? Sure, you could do that. But this is the fastest way to get a strong plan in place. I guarantee after meeting for a couple sessions, we will have a plan in place I will be holding you accountable to it. You'll be getting feedback. You'll be able to check in. It's just, it's super fast. I've been there. I've walked it before. I work with other guys. I know all the tricks. Um, and it's you're not going to be able to BS me. It's going to be fast. You're going to get in place. It might be too fast for you. you might might not be comfortable, but it'll be in, it'll be fast. So, It's the fastest way to get a strong plan in place. It's super convenient. Now, if you've tried to find a support group or a therapist who gets it in your area, who kind of really understands the ins and outs, it can be tough. It can be inconsistent. You can go to a 12-step meeting one week and everything's cool and you really connect. And the next week, you feel like an outsider. And, you know, you can sometimes land a great therapist or a pastor who really understands. Sometimes you can't. So it's super convenient because I call you. We get on Skype, I call you. Super convenient. It's so convenient. You know, my wife said, you know, it's like no excuses. There's no excuse 
to not uh, get on a call with me. And uh, I was joking that we should just call it no excuses coaching because there's no excuses. It's so easy. Um, You can fit it into your schedule. I have lots of different times that we can talk. All right. So it's the fastest way to get a strong plan in place. It's super convenient. It's consistent. Uh, I'm now meeting weekly with guys. I have a weekly package that you can get. I actually recommend it for your first month that we meet weekly because we need to get to know each other. We need to really fine tune that plan. And then we can, you know, take the foot off the gas a little bit in terms of the frequency, not in terms of the intensity, but in terms of the frequency going to two times a month. All right. So it's, it's, uh, it's the fastest way to get a plan in place. It's super convenient. It's consistent. It's an investment. That's the one thing I'd like to know, tell you. It's paid coaching. It's an investment. You got to think about it. You got to think, am I really willing to commit? And am I willing to put my money where my commitment is? And it's something you have to figure for yourself. But I guarantee if you invest in this, you will reap rewards. You will get what you want out of it. And here's the last thing. It's designed to be short term, guys. This isn't something where we start talking together and it's going to be years and years and years and years. And I'm going to be your, your primary support. I'm going to hold your hand through the rest of your life. That's not the way it works. This is short term, not longer than a year, uh, unless there's some significant circumstances uh, where it's really helping you. The goal for me is to work with you, help you get a plan in place, help you build support in your own community and you know, when things are under control, it's time to it's time to stop. And if things flare up again, you can always come back. But it's not designed to be, you know, 10 years of working with me. This is short term. So it is an investment, but it's not something that you're going to be paying for for the rest of your life. All right. So if you're interested, send me an email at matt at recoveredman.com. That's matt at recoveredman.com. I will send you a short application. It takes five to seven minutes to fill out. And then I'll schedule a free 30-minute session to get to know you. And you can decide whether it's right for you. And if it's right for you, bang, let's go. Let's schedule that first uh, meeting and let's get going. Let's get your plan in place. All right? So let's get into this episode. What is temptation? That is the question. Now, we all think we know what it is. Temptation is the bikini at the beach. It's that cleavage uh, at the grocery store. It's the uh, HBO show that comes on at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. It's the unfiltered internet that's available when I visit uh, my parents' house. It's the hotel room where... um, the TV doesn't have any parental blocks. It's all these things, right? It's these, these things that get us into trouble. They're like little traps that we walk into, right? Little temptation traps. That's what temptation is, right? It's all these things in our life. It's our computers. It's our iPhones. It's our neighbor's wife. It's whoever else, right? It's, it's, it's these things, right? That's temptation, wrong. That's not temptation. That's, that's a myth. It's a myth that temptation is external, that it's a thing or an object. And I'm going to get into that in a second. But I wanted to share a quick 
little uh, story. And you'll get the idea of the metaphor here in a second, all right? So this comes from a book called by Richard C. Lamb Jr. It's called The Pursuit of God in the Company of Friends. Now, this isn't a particular, particularly religious uh, anecdote, um, but you'll get the idea that I'm going for uh, when I say temptation is not a thing or an object. So I'll just give you a little brief synopsis, and then I will, uh, I'll read directly from Richard C. Lamb Jr.'s book. Okay, so he's talking about going to the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico for a summer. Um, I think he was working down there or doing some research and, um, or, you know, working with the Mexican people down there. And he was not uh, particularly adept at speaking Spanish. And so he um, was learning, you know, by working with the translators and getting things translated, what people were saying. And one pattern he picked up in the Spanish language is that they had these interesting uh, linguistic devices uh, to explain uh, little little events like dropping um, dropping a plate or breaking something, and it basically was this idea of it was a little nuanced communication. Uh, and he he mentioned a couple words, uh, say cayo, which I can't say, I'm, and say rompio. Those are a couple of the phrases that came up. And he said, I was new at the Spanish language and missed most of the nuances of communication. But I soon figured out that what people were saying could be directly translated as it fell or the milk spilt itself or it broke itself. In fact, the culturally correct way to talk about little tragedies like this was to place blame on the object that fell, broke or spilled rather than to place blame on the human agent involved. And he said, what a happy invention, a linguistic graciousness and propensity to pardon. And then he says, though English, the English language does not have such a helpful linguistic feature, a tendency to scan the scene for worthy objects of blame is innate to us all. So, Back to temptation. See if you can sink that in. A tendency to scan the scene for worthy objects of blame is innate of us all. We blame the temptation, or we say that the temptation is the object or the thing, rather than putting the responsibility on the human agent involved. And so the myth that we perpetuate when we talk about temptation and when we talk about these objects and these things is that they're, they are the temptation. The temptation is not an object or thing, but it's based on our desire. It's our internal desire, how we relate to the objects of our desire that defines temptation. So I wanted to talk about a temptation cycle, okay? And I, the reference point I want to use is a 
scripture verse from the book of James. Now, for you agnostic guys out there, hang on with me. This isn't going to be a Bible study. This isn't going to be a Sunday school lesson. But there's lots of spiritual principles and lots of principles in the Bible that can help inform our discussion, especially when we're talking about these patterns um, that have really been disruptive in our lives and harmful and damaging. And so in James, there's this verse, it's in uh, James 1, 14 through 15. And I'll, I'm going to read it and then I'm going to break it down for you, okay? But each person is tempted when he's lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it's fully grown, brings forth death. Okay, so let's break it down. Temptation, first of all, is comes from within. It's based on our desire. And I would go so far as to say that temptation is an unhealthy desire. It's a desire that, that when fully conceived or impregnated, so to speak, um, leads to something unhealthy, okay? So I define temptation as an unhealthy desire that comes from within, okay? So once thought of, you know, once it's been conceived, we choose to act on the desire. So there's this point where we think of the unhealthy desire and we sort of dwell on it. And it says, which is when it's conceived. So think about, you know, the literal metaphor of conception. It's like the temptation idea is like the egg and it's fertilized by our mind. We kind of mull it over and we start to hatch a plan uh, for how to act out. And when we kind of commit to the plan, it gives birth to sin. Now, we talked about sin a few episodes ago. And again, on, on our show, we define sin uh, in, a, in a broad way um, as those things that draw us away from our true self that are damaging and harmful. They're harmful to our spiritual life. It's harmful to our physical life and to our mental stability. Now, I'm not going to get into sin again here. We, I talked several episodes ago about it. But let's just say that when we talk about the unhealthy desires, the sin is the action where we fully embrace the unhealthy desire. Okay? Now, it goes on to say when the sin is fully grown up, when we've, when we've made a habitual pattern out of this desire. We keep going to the unhealthy desire. We keep acting out in this pattern. When it's fully grown up, that pattern leads to death. And as we continue to act on unhealthy desires, they lead to our slow death. And this pattern is soul crushing. It destroys our confidence and our self-esteem. You know, as I've been uh, taking in applications for coaching you know what the number one thing people mention in coaching about if they were porn free, what it would do for them? Almost everyone to a person has written that it would improve their confidence, that 
being addicted to porn erodes confidence and self-esteem. We don't trust ourselves. We feel like a loser. We don't feel like we can get a handle on anything. We're not confident in our ability. And porn completely contributes to that. It makes us feel powerless and out of control. And just to be powerful, just to really dig into this, repeating this pattern over and over and over can lead to our physical death. Now, we like to think that addiction, I'm sorry, porn addiction, we like to think it's like a soft addiction, okay? It's like I'm addicted to cotton candy or to donuts, right? It's like it's not that bad. But the truth is for many of us out there, porn has led us to very dark places, led us to taking bigger and bigger risks with either our career, with our family, with our sexuality, taking dangerous risks, acting out with others. Uh, It can lead to depression. It can lead to suicidal thoughts. I mean, it can go to a dark place. Just look at, at, you know, I I wasn't going to make a big show about this, but look at Jared, the subway guy. The guy's going to prison for like six or seven years. What? You know, I mean, that is like, talk about leading to death. Well, first of all, how, how rough did he have it? How, how much was he suffering that he was continuing to go after this porn despite his family, despite his millions of dollars, despite his role in the community as an upstanding citizen with a charity and all this kind of stuff? How bad did it have to be for him to be addicted I mean, he must have really been suffering. And, you know, now he's pretty much lost his life. He's lost his his physical freedom because of his porn addiction. I mean, so it's it's a legit thing. It might you might not be feeling the complete pain of it right now. It might just be sort of a dalliance. But it can turn dark quickly. So what do we do? What do we do to counteract when we really grapple with temptation as being this desire from within that's unhealthy, that leads to this pattern that ultimately, if we don't do anything different, will lead to our death, our slow death, our, our, you know, soul crushing, confidence lost, self-esteem out the window, death. What do we do? Well, the first thing we do is we take responsibility, okay? We are not going to abdicate our authority anymore to these objects in our life. The milk did not spill itself, right? We're going to take responsibility for our desires. Now, in this episode, I'm not going to talk a lot about what to do with that, but the first thing to do is just take responsibility, and say, it's not the computer, it's not the girl in the short skirt, it's not the iPad, it's not the unfiltered internet, it's not my crappy filter that doesn't work good enough, it's me. It's my unhealthy desire that keeps pushing me back into the temptation cycle. So that's number one, take responsibility. And as we take responsibility, the second thing is awareness. 
we become aware of the pattern. We can see it. We take the blinders off. We switch, check it, check this out, check this metaphor out. We switch from like automatic to a manual. Okay. So, uh, I don't know how it is in other countries, guys. I know there's a lot of people who live out, outside of the U S but here in the, in America, when you go to get a car, you have a choice. You can get an automatic car, which basically you put it in gear, you go from park to drive one gear, and then you just drive around. No problem. Right. But some people really like to get manual cars and manual cars are the old kind where, where you shift and gear shift, you know, when you're driving, you know, you start in first gear and then you go a little faster. You put, pop the clutch, you go to second gear, third gear, fourth gear, fifth gear, right? That's what all the race car drivers use. A lot of people still like to have the manual car because it makes them feel more in control. It kind of makes it fun to drive. Okay. That's what we do when we take responsibility back and become aware of the pattern. We're not just putting our car in drive and mindlessly driving around. We have to choose to go from first gear to second gear to third gear. We're aware of the pattern. If we don't pop the clutch, if we don't downshift, the car stops, right? We're more in control when we have awareness. And why is that important? Because we have an opportunity to look for the way of escape, okay? And that's what we're really going to talk about next week as we continue with part two. Uh, We're going to talk about the alternative options to the temptation cycle. What we can do between our desire, our unhealthy desire, and that acting out, that action that we do, what, what we can do in the moment between those things to make different choices, okay? So that's what we're going to talk about in episode 45. Now, before we get there, I didn't want to just leave you with nothing. I was thinking a lot about this topic of temptation this week, and I challenged myself to think, What techniques can we use when tempted? You know, something that we could put into place between the desire and the action. So I created a PDF guide with 10 powerful exercises that you can do in the moment of temptation. Now, I put close close to 40 hours of work into this guide, and it's called Break in Case of an Emergency. The idea is when you experience temptation, you can pull up this document, and it's it's a tool, not an ebook. It's short on purpose. There's 10 exercises and each one covers a page. It's made so you can go through it quickly, pick an exercise and immediately put it into action. Each exercise has some action points and it has some reflection. Now you can put it on your desktop or bookmark it on your phone for quick access you can find out more about this at recoveredman.com slash emergency. That's recoveredman.com slash emergency. To make it really easy, I made another link, recoveredman.com slash 911. That's recoveredman.com slash 911. Now, this is a document, this is a PDF guide that you have to pay for. I couldn't make it free just based on the amount of time that I put into it, and I also got some outside help uh, to put it together. So it's 10 bucks 
which is cheap enough to buy without regret, and it's costly enough to make it have some value for you. So you don't just throw this in the digital scrap heap, but you actually use it and put it in place the next time you're tempted. It's made to use in the moment when you're on the edge to jolt you back to safety. So use it wisely and it could save your butt today. Once again, that's recoveredman.com slash 911. All right, to ask a question, as always, email me at matt at pornfreeradio.com. I'm the only one who checks that email box. Please include your first name. And if there's anything you need to keep private, please give me a heads up. Just a few quick announcements. I mentioned at the top of the show about sprint coaching. If you'd like an application, email me, matt at recoveredman.com. That's matt at recoveredman.com. Next episode, be sure to join us for part two on temptation, where we talk about the way of escape. And in two weeks, it's the promised return of Craig Parra for the first of two episodes where he talks about his amazing reality show debut, where he lives for eight days with a porn star. You won't want to miss it. I've started editing together the show, and Craig goes deep. There's lots of great takeaways. It's just really powerful. And there's even some tears. I'll I'll be honest. So uh, you got to come back for that. Now, if you'd like to comment on this episode or get the show notes, with anything I talked about today, please go to pornfreeradio.com slash 44. I would love to hear from you, comment, question, or whatever. All right, until next time, guys, take hope, take action, take responsibility. The milk did not spill itself. All right, be good. Thanks for listening to Porn Free Radio at pornfreeradio.com. To connect with Matt, send email to matt at pornfreeradio.com and help us get the word out by subscribing to Porn Free Radio on iTunes and leaving a rating and review.